0: Like at one point I pretended that I was a man reader because this guy must've told me the same thing eight times. He went back to the bar and before he come back, I was like, let me guess what you're going to say. And I told him and he forgot. And he was like, you're a man reader. (laughs) And I was like,
2: Show this week is the
3: multi-talented singer-songwriter and TV presenter who is also a boss when it comes to playing football. It's Chelsea Grimes. Let's see if Chelsea has what it takes as she hangs up the microphone and football boots to answer your questions and searches. Let's go. Hiya Chelsea and welcome to the podcast. Hello, how are you Ab? Yeah, really good, thank you. Great to see you. I always love catching up with you because you're somebody that lives a very full, fun life. I mean, one minute we're on TV together, the next minute you're cooking up some tunes with Dua (laughs) then you're playing football. And I mean, that's just some of the things that you get up to, so... Give me the juice. What's been happening in your world recently? Like, how's the last few weeks been?
0: It's been good. Well, I've got new hair, as you can see. Um, still getting used to that. But apart from that, I got a dog last night as well.
3: Oh I my goodness. I can't even handle the levels of cuteness of this new dog. So <laughs> what's, what's the breed? Is it a little, it's a little Chihuahua? It's a Chihuahua,
0: it? yeah. And honestly, throughout my whole entire life, I've been like, I'd never get a Chihuahua. I'd never get a dog like that, blah, blah, blah. Lockdown hits. I bought a house. I learned how to drive. I feel like I was on my own a lot. And I was like, you know what I need? I need a little mate just like round the house and that. And um, I ended up going to view them last week, and I was like, you know, one of them just looking, never just looking, is it really? Of course, and it's then not. I just fell in love with him. So he's called Santiago, but I call him Tiago for short, oh. um, But I've got a oh, Abby, I'm just obsessed with him already. Like this is, is your hang on, is your life?
3: Yeah, is your camera roll just full of photos of him? <laughs> oh, like, let me whack
0: it up for you quick. It's actually embarrassing. Like this is from a day a day Stop it. one day this one day all of him
3: but like <laughs> just look at him it's like when people have just had a baby and all they do is take photos of their baby and they're like watch this video of them of them looking look, watch this photo of them doing this and you're like oh yeah it's lovely that's you that's literally you now your dog. abby he blinks and i'm like <laughs> oh my
0: god he blinked. i love him yeah it's I, i'm actually really embarrassed at myself for. Um, but yeah, I'm a dog mom now. So that's that's going to keep me busy for the next few weeks.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I- Hopefully. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> sounded a bit savage, didn't it? <laughs> oh, then what else God. has been going on for you? Have you been have you been focusing more on music recently? Have you been doing more of the presenting stuff like because you're I mean, and how do you balance everything? Because you have so many different Kind of roles. How yeah. does that work for you? Just sometimes it must get a bit overwhelming, right? It is. It's just about like compromising
0: and and you know going with my gut feeling. Really, that's how I've got this far. I just go what with what feels right for me. You know, if I wake up and fancy writing a song, I'll write a song. And if I, if I wake up and obviously we've got a cup final, then I know I'm playing football that weekend. I just. I like to um, do loads of different things. I got diagnosed with ADHD last year and that made a lot of sense. (laughs) Right, (laughs) okay, yeah. So I can't really be content in one space. That's why I do have all these things. And, um, you know, when I did get, diagnosed um females actually get diagnosed a lot later on in life because mm-hmm. we're highly functional um but I was always like why why am I always having this feeling of like you know needing to do this and needing to do mm-hmm. that and um and yet it all made sense then and yeah so I've got like seven careers at the minute but <laughs> I've been I've been writing as much right now um the song I've got out with Dua Lipa um, Love Again we wrote that like two years ago and it's only just come out like in the States and that's like flying in America so I get emails each week now and we see like you know towns that I've never even heard it's often places I've never visited just saying like how many sales are there and it's just so cool man so that's been going writing loads yeah podcasts out building Queertopia um what else football I'm back into their pre-season now so league starts in about a month so I'm just busy and then to top it all off I've got a little
3: new Bambino yeah so (laughs) (laughs) busy yeah well it's all going on and a lot of it we're going to get into in the podcast so before we go any further let me explain how today is going to work so we've been through the internet we found all the stuff that the people really want to know about you chelsea grimes it's time for you to face the celebrity search engine and dish up those answers that the world is waiting to hear Are you ready, you think? Um, As ready as I'll ever be. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly look really nervous. (laughs) Okay, first, let's see what happens when we put in Chelsea Grimes and the word who. The first one, who is Chelsea Grimes? How would you try and summarise yourself and everything that you do? Um, I'd say I'm
0: a... I'm a Scouser from Liverpool. Um, you know, footballer first. So I say, you know, that's my thing. I play football since I was nine, so football, bang that in there. And then songwriter, singer podcast tv presenter you know honestly on a night out I haven't been on one lately but even like when <laughs> I've been like dating online or whatever and they ask me what to do they wish they never asked because I give <laughs> them a list
3: and they're yeah, like how you know, long right. you got
0: yeah she's <laughs> like you're either a catfish or you're just really chatting shit
3: <laughs> um but yeah that's how I'd, I'd describe myself I think I love that you went with Scouser first. Like any of my mates or anyone that I've worked with that's a Scouser, you know they are because it's the first thing they mention, <laughs> and all they do is talk about Liverpool and how and how great the city is, and then how great the football team is. And I'm like, all right, okay, we get it, we get Literally. it. <laughs> there, if you look over
0: uh, there, that's me and Klopp, is there, <gasps> in this Little studio room, I and I've got a coaster of them. We love it. Oh, have Liverpool. you hung out with him then? I have, yeah. Um, I actually. So I met him. We'd done a shoot for something else just like one afternoon. And to be honest, he was so lovely. He loves music. So he just wanted to ask like what songs I was writing and all that. And then I got to perform in Madrid when we played Spurs, Champions League final. And then after that, I played the fan park and then I got to play for the players in the players lounge when we won it. So it was me and Jamie Webster. And by that point, you know, I've gone sober recently, but at that point I wasn't. So I <laughs> had a full day in Madrid. My team have just won Champions League. I was buzzing. Then I remember, oh, my God, now I'm getting to go to the after party at the hotel with all the players uh. in play. And I seen Klopp there, and he, he gave me the cup and was like, Chelsea, and he he remembered me. And it was just like, this is like the best day of my life, I think, ever and from now is downhill
3: yeah it's gonna to have to be up there isn't it as one of your life highlights absolutely okay oh, the really? next thing people want to know is because people get nosier as they search is what I've realized from from doing this podcast who is Chelsea Grimes dating oh
0: that hmm. old chestnut um <laughs> well currently right now no one I am single um hence the reason I've got little Santiago now the dog um uh, but yeah I think I've 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 done I'd long since you know I'd be actually this is probably the most I've been single, haven't I? I'm coming up to a year, which for me, you know, when I was living in London, I was you know just fresh twenty one in the city. I kind of yeah. would jump from relationship to relationship, you know. I was figuring myself out, but now since lockdown, I actually do feel like I don't want to say like farm myself and all that, but I'm just content now in myself and like yeah, I've I've just been doing the single thing like any red flag now I used to look and be like "Mm, could be orange
3: (laughs) (laughs) it could be fine no it's not
0: (laughs) (laughs) no it's not I've learned my lesson so um, so yeah I'm single I'm just hanging out waiting for the right one now
3: you say that you don't want to joke about like finding yourself in lockdown and stuff but I do think a lot of us have got much more content in our own company and have all got to know just ourselves a lot better haven't they and from following you on socials you're always like posting like really good books you've read and like you've got such a like positive energy about you is that something that you feel like you've tapped into in the last like weird 18 months that we've just had or has it been a kind of progression over the last few years
0: No, I'd say honestly, you know, lockdown for me personally, I'd always lived in London all through my 20s and I didn't Mm -hmm. realise how much I do miss home and I miss having my family. And in the first lockdown when it hit, I moved back just to see my family. And my mum was like, why don't you just buy a house here? I was like, I can't, I need to be in the studios in London and the TV, blah, blah, blah. And I just seen a house, fell in love with it. Lockdown continued. And I was like, you know what? It might not be a bad shout. And as soon as I moved back... I just felt myself again. And I was just Mm -hmm. like grounded again and just happy. And like, I think for everyone, it was so difficult. Like, especially us in entertainment, you know, we didn't know if we were coming or going and everything was shutting down and stopping as well for the rest of the world, to be honest, whatever job you've done. But, you know, it was just, it was good for me. It was fight or flight. I thought I could have got anxious and really like panicked about it, but I sat with myself and, you know, I stopped drinking. I thought, Let's see if I can swerve that, swerve that. Started reading, um, started just waking out every day and just having more time for myself and not buzzing about the city. And honestly, mm-hmm. I just, I fell more in love with myself and my life I did, honestly, in lockdown, yeah.
3: Oh, I love that. You can tell that you're really happy at the moment. Love to see it. Um, this next question, it. let's let's see if this one uh, makes you happy. <laughs> oh God, who is Chelsea Grimes' ex? oh no oh
0: honestly you know, you know what I've got a bit flustered there yeah um a lot of people like to like to dig up um previous stuff and it is what it is listen I've dated people in in the media as well which I've learned my lesson there too probably should should swerve that um, it's yeah it's it's out there for people to see and and you know for me being a songwriter and not being so much in front of the camera. I did have a few relationships before, but with with other celebrities or famous people, but I got away with it because I was always behind the scenes. And then the more I've started to come front of camera, people uh, wanting to know and and dig out a bit. And it, it was so strange, like the first time I remember, like paparazzi, I was like, that is weird, like grown men with cameras like just taking pictures
3: of yes, us like, I'm just out on a date what's going on this is so
0: honest, weird yeah so weird um and and yet I think I was quite like naive to that I thought oh no one will really care and and to be honest I don't think the kids about me it was more my ex um she was a bit more famous than I was at the time but <laughs> it's one of them you live and you learn I think um I'm not sure which ex they're talking about, but I, I've got an idea, mate.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we'll say. We'll, and we'll that's all we'll on the say. Matter. Yeah. Have you been invited on, you know, like eating with my ex and all those kind of like trashy oh, kind of shows? Um, I am. <laughs> and it's is I it a have. no?
0: It's it's a no from me. Uh-huh, no, a <laughs> no. I've been invited on I think X on the beach called definitely not the one for me but it would oh, be yeah. funny for me to come out of the water like doing keepy keep your or something
3: <laughs> um, and keep your peace while writing a tune that's what you do you know <laughs> playing a guitar and
0: editing the ball out whose ex is that
3: <laughs> whoa damn
0: <laughs> <laughs> um but no that that's not for me um and then yeah eating with my ex they they messaged again like I'm a week ago a month first and then I said no to that then they upped the money a bit and, and it's still a no <laughs> from me it's still a no I don't think I could actually watch myself either mm. like on a date especially when they when they give they offered more money and they said you know for your ex this is how much you'll get and I was like I would pay someone that to take my ex
3: off yeah
0: honestly um no no Abby that's not for me do you think you could do that would oh, you do that?
3: No, no way. I just think it's it'd be just... so so awkward, wouldn't it? And especially with the cameras there, and they'd get you to like retake the awkward oh. bits to make it even more awkward. I'd be like, yeah. no, I just I just no, can't.
1: What this is me. a good
3: question, actually, that I've just thought of. What's been like the worst tv show or you know like brand deal that you've been offered like one where you know you and your manager have read the email and been like no way can you imagine <laughs> obviously you don't have to name the channel or the brand or whatever but just something you've you've read and you've been like oh you know goodness there's, me. There's, been,
0: there's been so many weird ones but the, mm. there was one that um that come in for an alcohol brand I won't I won't say I won't say who it is but um it's like the week I went sober and this alcohol brand come in and was like, "What a way that she's gone sober!" But we we want to offer you this much for like this alcohol, and I was like, oh. "You do know I've just gone sober. I made this big splash. I think um, me followers, might I mean, me people who follow me <laughs> might get onto a bit. <laughs> That's not like sober." actually but you can buy this use code chelsea like no i think if it doesn't align with me i can't i can't do it you know what i mean it's it's like um it's not right but there's there is some weird ones out there i'm trying to think but like the weirdest one is but I, i actually i don't know i think the weird ones are the dating shows though and stuff like that too yeah very strange
3: And you're just like, it's a no and will always probably be a no.
0: Yeah, it's a no, no matter how much you're putting on. It's it's just, it doesn't (laughs) align with me at all
3: now. Do any of those like reality TV shows appeal to you at all? Is there any that you can imagine being on?
0: Well, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this. I'm probably not allowed to say it, but I was in um, a holder for I'm a Celeb last year, which was like... Which is like, yeah, it was, I knew I wasn't gonna go on it, but obviously one of the cast got COVID and I panicked because I was next in line to go in, and I was like, no one's gonna know who I am like it's, but they were like, it's fine, but but that was quite scary. Um, yeah, to think that I was potentially going on there, but I'd love, I'd, I think I'd like to do that one at some point, maybe not mm-hmm. now. Now it's in Wales again, but also <laughs> you want the I sun? In, yeah, I want the sun. <laughs> I am in talks at the minute. Um, about maybe doing my own reality show, which is just, you know, I think we're so used to, especially growing up in what I watch is like, you know, Towie and, you know, Essex to death and um, all that stuff or, you know, keeping up with the Kardashians, which is a vibe. I love trash TV. Like I love it. I'm not going (laughs) to, I'm not going to slate it. Like I'm a fan, but I think now the way the world's changing, like I've never turned on the TV and there's like a, a lesbian or, you know, a woman of color, um, especially Northern, mm. who's just like, you know, I've done, I've worked my ass off and I'm in a good little spot where, you know, I, I'm a I'm a single female and I've got my own house and I've got my dream card and mm-hmm. I love, I love life. And I think um, if that happens, I'd, I'd, I'd love to do a show, just showing that, you know, it doesn't matter where you come from, what you are, you know, you can't just, you can be sound and, and do good yeah. things. You don't have to be faking have surgery and do all this to be on the telly. So I am in talks at the minute. So fingers crossed if that happens, oh. you might see my own little reality show at some point.
3: That sounds so exciting because you say that. It's like when you watch Love Island, there's never like any gay couples is there or just like no. they've all got such a certain look and it's a little bit like, yeah, can we can we switch this up now? Can we reflect yeah. the modern exactly. day? Exactly. You know. Exactly.
0: There's there's no one, you know, I think, especially even in the music industry, like people ask me all the time, who was your biggest inspiration? And as much as I love Beyonce and I love Jennifer Lopez and I love Alicia Keys and all these girls, I probably connected more with like Pink or Avril Lavigne because they were like <laughs> combats rather than like being oiled <laughs> up on a, on, a, on a beach in a sexy video. Like I yeah. never like aligned with that. So I always thought you have to be like that to like be successful um and i think now you know the way the world is and and how far we've come um it'd just be nice to to the tv shows and the reality shows we do watch to reflect more on real people and and yet yeah, just give give other the newer generation you know an insight that you can you can just be yourself
3: yeah 100 percent. okay back to the questions okay. who does chelsea grimes play for Oh,
0: good question. I've played for a lot of teams. I'll give you the list quick. First, from the age of nine to 15, I was at Liverpool. I did go to Everton for one year. We won't talk about that. Then I was (laughs) at Charmier Centre of Excellence. Then I had a stint off because I got a record deal. So, you know, in women's football then, no money. Got loads of money to sign a record deal. I was like, this is brilliant. (laughs) I don't have to get booted around and headbutted <laughs> every weekend for nothing. Um, so i done that till I, was, yeah, well, I, obviously I, I kept doing music, but then I missed football so much when I was about 22, got back into it, signed for Tottenham. Then I went to Fulham. I had trials at West Ham, but I didn't go there because I moved back to Liverpool, signed back to Tranmere. And now I've just joined Miz Urell Ladies, which is a brand new team in Liverpool, which is amazing, unreal setup. And we're going on for the league this season. So that's it in a, in a short answer there, full team. Wow.
3: Yeah. So when was it you were like, I, I really want to work in football? Like, was it like, since you were really little?
0: Yeah, I think I grew up with no brothers or sisters and um, just a lot of boys in the street that I lived in. So mm-hmm. if I wanted to play out, it was only football really or staying and do like some homework. So I'd get out and start playing and I got really good quick um, better than the lads and. And then after that, I just never felt a feeling, you know, when it, whether it be in the street scoring a goal or, you know, when I commentate on my own goals, I'd be like, the ball oh, comes don't. in, she gets <laughs> on the end of it. And, what a goal. Um, <laughs> and it just used to make me feel good. Um, and I, I just, that was my thing. I remember turning up to my first trial at Liverpool and just seeing like a sea of girls all my age and feeling mm-hmm. like I belonged and I wasn't. The odd one out, you know, in primary school, all the girls would be like making daisy chains or something. And I'd be like rolling my skates or ready to play football with the lads. Yeah. And I always was a bit of an outsider. But that, at that moment when I found a team, I knew that's that's where I belonged and I thrived. Mm-hmm. And then I, I come into my own. Um, and then, yeah, after that, obviously, Moose had come into it, but I just, I missed it that much. I had to get back into it. Yeah.
3: Love it. Talk soccer aid to me then (gasps) i mean how is it being a part of that that's something that you must have watched on the tv for years some absolute legends playing in it so yeah how is that to just be on the field and uh, in and amongst it like i can't actually keep a straight
0: face when anyone (laughs) says sorry i am i don't think people people understand like for me that is one of my biggest Ever dreams like yeah. yeah records and songs and and you know playing for Liverpool and all that like at a young age was great but I grew up watching soccer just not seeing any women playing mm-hmm. and just being like oh that would be amazing to be in and and then the year before I played last year they just allowed girls to play but they were England internationals you know and I was like well it's not fair Ollie Mears is playing Mark Wright's playing like. <laughs> Uh, Paddy McGuinness is playing like where's all the the females in entertainment you know even though I am a footballer I never played at that high level so I'd still be classed as not a pro I don't think so when I got the call I honestly could not believe my luck and Abby it's not even the actual match that's amazing it's we, we go there to the camp four days before and we train mm-hmm. and I, there's a moment I'm I'm standing there getting the ball from like Patrice Everett and I've got a decision Stop to it. make. Do a pass yeah. it to Makalele, Essien, <laughs> um, Darren Fletcher, Robbie Keane, like just take Mad. your pick. It's just, it's incredible. And obviously it's for an amazing cause. Like let's not forget, we raise loads of money. But for me on a personal note, it is just just untouchable one of them special things and everyone loves loves it um i was talking to calvin harris yesterday sorry to name drop, but bloody he hell, here she goes <laughs> me, he messaged me about joining his fpl team and i was saying why aren't you playing in soccer come and play um yeah. and he was like he was like no nah, i don't want to be laughed at so i don't know how good <laughs> or bad he is but he's not he's not up for it but he wants me to join his league so um so yeah one of them
3: but like you say, the fact that you've got like Essien and Evra and all these ridiculous players, but who are your like, ultimate footballing heroes? And, and have you met them? I guess you probably have, either through, you know, us doing Match Today X or, you know, you being at Soccer Aid or like the various other kind of presenting things you've done. So, yeah, who are the heroes and when have you met them and how has it been? Have you ever had a moment of meeting your hero and being like, yeah, this is actually amazing? They haven't disappointed. <laughs> yeah, for me, obviously...
0: I don't want to say it again, but being a scouser um, growing oh, is up. Oh, here she goes. Born in 92. <laughs> listen, my whole, you know, playing career growing up from the age of 9, 10 was Steven Gerrard. You know, he was like God in our team. And um, the day, I would say, like the day I meet Steven is is sound. Like I can I can be happy. And I met him in Madrid. I was stood at the <gasps> bar after me set and he come up to me and was like, oh, you're all right? Like good set and all that. He's, I was like, you he know, he's who I am. He was like Chelsea, <sighs> isn't it? And I was just like, I didn't ask anyone else for a picture on night because I was dead professional, didn't want to be like one of those fangirls or not. And so let, <laughs> let everyone do the thing. But I said, I'm so sorry today. I should understand what have you? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I've I've got it. I've got to ask you for a picture. And he was like, no worries. And he smiled, and usually he doesn't smile oh. on pictures. So it was um it was a good one. No, he definitely he he was just, yeah. Like I said, for me growing up, I used to stand in the crowd, like be free and watch, you know, remember him scoring that goal against Olympiacos, which got us to win the Champions League in 2005. Mm-hmm. And he was just my world. So, um, yeah, that was, that was a,
3: that was an amazing time. Oh, love that. Stuff of dreams. Okay, Chelsea, now we switch up those letters and go from the who's to the how's. So <laughs> this oh, is, God. this is an interesting one. And I'm, I'm intrigued to see how you'll handle this. Some people are honest. Some people have got the, the art of the dodge down. Okay. How much is Chelsea Grimes worth? <laughs> oh, good question.
0: You know what? That's probably the nosiest question ever, right? isn't it? Like I've been told never to talk about money too much, but, um, but I'm, I'm definitely not as poor as I used to be when I, when I first, started him songwriting I moved to London when I was 21 I'd have like a tenner to last me like the last 10 days in London I'd be in him out the co-op past the pots and meal (laughs) deals and you know now (laughs) I just I just bought me me dream car me I'm looking at it now my dream car me Porsche GTS oh I mean the fact I can even afford that is mental because I remember how poor I used to be (laughs) but I'm definitely not not minted, but I'm not poor. So somewhere in the middle, you'll have to, you'll have to work that out.
3: Or, or in co- according to online, it's <laughs> around 1 million to 5 million. So, oh, I mean, let's hope so. That's pretty good. Yeah, let's hope so. Some, somewhere in <laughs> there. Um, okay, then. What was the first song that you helped write that made you like, you know, some serious cash? Like, do you remember getting the PRS check and being like, oh, Okay. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a proper balling songwriter now You know, you like, must remember yes. it More more than £33 in my bank Come on <laughs> Get in <laughs> um, the,
0: the, first, the first song When when everyone was like Okay, you know, my family started being like Oh, she actually is a songwriter Because I was sick <laughs> of going to like Christmas Or my birthday and people being like So when have you got a song coming out then? <laughs> I was like, it's coming, I promise um, Was Kylie Minogue that that million miles it was called on Kiss Me Once, the album. That was that was the first time I remember being like, Wow, I, I am actually a songwriter. I wrote that song. Um and that done that done pretty well. It was number one album and and it was track two on that album. But yeah, I'd never had a song before that get cut by anyone. And then she was the first one. So Kylie will always be a legend to me. I know she is anyway. But to me personally she she started all this
3: yeah we should talk about that though for people who don't kind of understand how like the music industry works sometimes as a songwriter you're in sessions with people aren't you for ages you, yeah. you write like a whole stack of songs you might have written i don't know 100 songs mm-hmm. with so many different artists and then you're just waiting for, yeah, the call to be like, yeah, we, we, we've chosen this record. It's going on this album or it's going on this EP or, you know, it's a single or whatever. Sometimes these songs are just like sitting in the vaults, aren't they, for ages? And yeah. you're like, can we release it, please? But it's kind of like it's up to the artist, isn't it, when they choose to, to do that?
0: Yeah. People think it's so funny. People are like, especially like taxi drivers or my stepdad's a taxi, taxi driver, not against taxi drivers, but you know, they think, they know, everyone, and then they just don't know. <laughs> not. So I'll they'll be like, what, what you do then? And I'm like, I'll just go, I'm a songwriter. And they go, oh, so have you written any songs for anyone? I go, yeah. And then they'll be like, so have you never gone on the X Factor? I'm
3: like, no, but I wrote wrote
0: a song for someone who won X Factor. Uh, But it's, yeah, people think you write a song, you put it out and you're a millionaire. It doesn't quite work like that. There's a lot of... You know, a lot of artists that get a record deal and it it fails for one reason Mm -hmm. or the other, whether, you know, it's kind of like football. I say it all the time. It happened to me when I was 18, I got signed to Sony. So it's like being signed to Man City or pick, pick your team. And then the manager get sacked. If you're not his signing, a new manager comes in and you're this little quick number 10, but he's looking for a big hold up number nine and you're not his <laughs> kind of player. You're going, you're in the transfer window. And, and mm. that's what happened to me. The guy who signed me, you know, I made this whole album and then a new guy come in. He, he got, he lost his job and he didn't really like the album I was making, which is fair enough. Best thing that ever happened to me, to be honest, because it forced me into going to writing songs for other people, which at the time, yeah. I didn't see. I was like, I'm a star. I want to make my own <laughs> up. But it worked out. And um, mm. and yeah, it's very much like football. You need a thick skin. It's a lot of time, you know, on the training ground, they say, but we do a lot of time in the studio, you know. Mm-hmm. Back and vocals can take two days sometimes, you know. Just perfecting a song, sometimes it can happen in 10 minutes. Sometimes it can take, like I said, the a leaper song at the minute that I've got out love again. that that got finished in LA. I wasn't even there when they finished it, Um, but we started writing it in London and now it's come out two years later. So the process is so diverse, but it's still the best feeling when you can turn the radio on and a a song that you've been a part of is playing or you get messages from people in, like I said, cities I've never even heard of or ever been to and your songs playing somewhere when you're asleep. That's just... That's Unreal. so cool, isn't it? Yeah, the yeah. fact that he's
3: connecting with people literally the other side of the world like must blow your mind a little bit, to be honest. <laughs> mad, mad. Yeah, so good. Okay, the next question is: How does Chelsea Grimes identify?
0: She here, um, yeah. Identify. I think pronouns right now so important. The more interviews mm-hmm. I've been doing, especially to now. Um, with with my podcast, Building Queertopia, that's the first question we open with because, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's so important for for so many people. And I know some people are like, oh, it doesn't matter. It's this, it's this, like so closed off. It's just like, it takes a second and it makes people feel comfortable in the, themselves. So I think, um, yeah, the more everyone can speak about that and ask openly and know yeah. that, you know, you might slip up and you might say the wrong thing just because it's so ingrained in our brains that, okay, you're a female, so you must be a she, but it's mm-hmm. not like that these days. So um, yeah. But for, for me, my pronouns are she and her.
3: We should talk about your podcast because yeah, it's very much about identity and sexuality, isn't it? Building Queertopia Queertopia. is is what it's what what it's called Um, and I've really enjoyed listening so far but how how did it all come about and like for people that haven't listened I give you full permission to plug. (laughs) Thank you, thank you and
0: we'll plug yours too (laughs) after. You know what it's honestly it's a fun podcast listen it's it's not taking itself too seriously but there is serious issues that you know underlying and at the end we we get to them but it's basically about this amazing we don't know if it's a planet is it a world is it a town is it a city but it's just a place for people to be safe i thought of a rule on Queertopia, which is we have a dickhead detector. So before you can even get on <laughs> Queertopia, you're gonna go through a dickhead detector. Love. And if you're not okay and and not a nice person and you're not okay with pronouns or asking people how they are, you're not coming in. And it's it's just we meet so many amazing guests each week from all different walks of life, all different, you know, places, towns, but we all have the same um just the same feeling about stuff. And I think what what I've learned is that, you know, I speak about my struggles and my sexuality coming out and, and I felt so lonely at a time and every single person we've spoken to has all felt the same. So I just, me and Shane always say, we hope that there's a young person somewhere, maybe on the way to school or the way back, just listening to it and feeling not so alone. And we wish it was around when we were growing up and we felt that lonely. So yeah, it's a fun podcast, but... it
3: it tackles important issues too. Let's move on to the autofill suggestions now. So someone has typed in, a few users have typed in, did Chelsea Grimes write for Kylie Minogue? Obviously we've touched on that already, but did you get to meet her? Was it one of those, it was like over the internet? Because sometimes that happens, right? I didn't mean
0: to know which is Uh, is so bad I know I know so bad I wrote the song in Copenhagen and I cut it that that was like such a quick song too I done it in like 20 minutes and didn't it was my first trip away from home so that's why I called it Million Miles and the lyric was I feel like I'm a million miles away but it just turned it into like a love thing so people could relate (laughs) um and then yeah the next day they sent it to Carly, the producers and she cut it and I was like Is that how easy it is? This is so easy. You were like, here we go. And yeah, (laughs) it is definitely not that easy all the time. But yeah, (laughs) I didn't mean to know. You
3: You know that I'm obviously like a massive music nerd and we've spoken about music quite a lot anyway. But, and I love hearing about like the stories behind songs and you've got so many amazing credits to your name now. Obviously Kylie, we've just spoken about, you've got like Dua Lipa and Kesha, Blackpink. So who's been your favourite... Person to to work with, or is that hard to choose?
0: I th- I think personally, I've got to say do it just because, and not because she's obviously the most successful female on the planet at the minute. It seems like, but just because <laughs> I've been there from the beginning, like with all the other acts, like I've wrote for or wrote with, they're already quite established and people are like, oh my god, it's mm-hmm. amazing. But with it I literally met met her when she had like 200 followers. You know what I mean? And then now to see her go on to win, you know. At, at Grammys and all the accolades she's gone on to win, an album of the year at the Brits. Like she'd just sit and like dream about that shit with me when we were like sat there, you know, going for a meal deal in Tesco or something. And <laughs> now it's just like that. Just to watch that growth and watch the mm. trajectories, just being yeah, it's been so cool, man. I text her all the time and just tell her how proud I am of her, and she's just she smashed it <laughs>
3: literally smashed it yeah literally winning at life yeah. isn't she and you, and you touched on it then grammy award nominated songwriter i mean i know how Honestly. does that even sound hearing it like out loud that's just like that's stuff you must have dreamed of since yeah. you first you, you know wrote your first song
0: yeah I, I remember you know trying to make it trying to get noticed when i was like 16 17 and if i'd see Anyone on Twitter or it was Twitter at the time or like even MySpace, I think were the days where it'd be like Grammy nominated. I'd be like, "Oh, mom, Ooh. there's a Grammy nominated songwriter who's just liked me song. Was like, <laughs> it was huge, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and sometimes I, I do forget how much I've done because I, well, I don't know if it's me ADHD or whatever, but I think we're all like that. We're so onto the next thing, onto the next mm-hmm. thing. And I don't ever sit back. And I've tried to do that more in lockdown. I've tried to reflect more and have some time to, to just go, wow, Chell, like look at that. Like you've done that there. Like that was always even to have a disc, one disc on me wall. Like I used to go into sessions and studio sessions and ask them, how does it feel to have a disc? <laughs> I was just so obsessed by it and I wanted yeah. it bad and, um, and I never give up. You know, it's not been easy at all. I could sit here and we could talk for 10 hours. I'll be about the whole actual time. It's took from start to finish to yep. where I'm at now. But but it's all been worth it, I think. And, you know, like like Jake said, I wonder what's going to happen next. Whew.
3: Can you tell us any sessions that you've been working on recently? Have you got to be tight-lipped on that?
0: You know what I'm excited by? I've just opened my own um production deal and I've just signed my first artist so that amazing has been very cool so you know obviously people know me for for writing for other people but I think being around doing and seeing that was so fulfilling for me I was like I want to do that again like a bit closer as well and like mm-hmm. so I've, I've signed I've signed a girl I won't say too much yet because we need to do a an announcement there but yeah I've got a, I've got a few decent sessions coming in to be fair but it's one of them might, might ask Calvin for another one, too. If he wants me in his league, I'll trade him for the session. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, yeah, definitely worth an ask, isn't it? <laughs> uh, a lot of people have also been searching Chelsea Grimes, your revision. Not because uh, you've entered, but because you were doing the recent coverage, weren't you? So did you love it? Was it really fun? Oh,
0: uh, that was just like mental. And I've never took a drug before but I feel like that's how it would feel if I was on drugs. Like I'm not joking. I mean, it's quite
3: mad, isn't it?
0: Wow. It is intense. It's intense. Um, Obviously my friend, James Newman was our entry and mm-hmm. you know, we're not going to talk about his result because literally we could have the Bless best him. song and the best person on the planet and we'd still get zero points. Um, And he had a, an amazing time, but it was just, yeah, it it was mad. I, I can't even put it into words how it how it was because I just winged the whole thing. Um, but <laughs> we're all winging it though, aren't we? That's yeah, our job. Yeah, we are. But live <laughs> telly, like yeah. that was the first time I done live TV where the woman's in your ear going and go to VT in 10, 9, and you're going. So, yeah,
2: is stressful, that for you isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. The first like... time you do it,
3: you're like, but there's someone talking, but I'm trying to talk to somebody else and that like someone's not shouting in my ear it's the weirdest feeling isn't it but then you weirdly really get used to it as well
0: yeah I was literally like is that my subconscious talking <laughs> like, have I finally lost it <laughs> oh honestly but but um brilliant brilliant experience and uh, yeah just to say I've I've been a part of Eurovision in some small way absolutely made up
3: love that would you write a Eurovision entry would you be up for that you know what? I actually did not, not for Eurovision, but the was she the
0: Belgian act this year and a and a previous winner, Ryback. I'd done a song with James Newman, who was our entry. We wrote a song together for the two of those, but it wasn't for Eurovision. Ah. It was just a single for them in their home country. But it was a weird like Eurovision link that we had already. So, um, but yeah, I would, you know, I, me, my friend wrote the blue entry when, when blue were our entry for the oh, UK. Yeah. So yeah, why not? Why not? It'd be good. It'd be good yeah. fun, especially if it won. Yeah, bring it on.
3: Okay, it's that time of the show where we are rudely interrupted by adverts. I'm going to go and have a kickabout with Chelsea. Watch out, Mersey Rail ladies. You might just have a new sign-in in me. You never know. I'll speak to you guys on the other side.
1: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts from, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Acast. Just search for Paranormal Activity with Yvette Fielding. The autofill
3: search is done and dusted. Next, it's all about Internet Tombola. Okay, so I've searched the internet far and wide to find the weird and wonderful stuff that people have been posting about you, Chelsea. We're talking, you know, funny tweets, Reddit threads, newspaper headlines, and more. So, right, let's give the wheel a spin and see what it lands on. It stopped on headlines. So, let me pick one out. This one is from OK Magazine. Chelsea Grimes says she is at peace after going celibate and sober. Ooh. So was that a big turning point for you? What was the reason behind being like, right, I'm going celibate, I'm going sober, I'm switching things up?
0: You know what? Too too many heartbreaks, too many hunger. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I might write a song called that. Actually, that's a good title.
3: But <laughs> yeah, that is. That really is.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, it... Just, I think, like I said, lockdown grounded me, made me realize what was important. And to be honest, I was just a bit mad. So I thought, (laughs) what's the one thing that like I'm doing a bit too much of? And it was drinking in lockdown. I'd, I'd be having a drink. And I read a book by Catherine Gray, The Unexpected Joys of Being Sober. If anyone's listening and is thinking about it, get that book. It's amazing. Dead funny. You don't feel like, you're a weirdo on your own it's it's like you're getting a hug throughout it all and she said if you're drinking when like you're mad glad sad or it's bad probably should look at it and it was one of them you know I'd have a bit of a success day and I'd be like yeah let's have a drink then I'd have a bad day I'd be like oh I need a drink and then it was just yeah. I wasn't like caning it bad but even for me I felt like it was too much so I thought right Christmas Eve I smashed it and um, I've done like yeah nine months now I think coming up to nine months so <sighs> Don't know how. Don't know how. Do you think that's it then?
3: Like you'll just be sober now for the rest of your life. Like you're fully into it and this lifestyle, I suppose.
0: Yeah, like I'm like a buzzy person anyway. Like I don't really need alcohol that... I went to the Brits over, that was tough. Just people Mm. just telling me the same story 25 times. I was like, I know, mate, I'm I'm at the same party as you. Um, (laughs) Like at one point I pretended that I was a man reader because this guy must have told me the same thing eight times. He went back to the bar and before he come back, I was like, let me guess what you're going to say. And I told him and he forgot. And he was like, you're a man reader. (laughs) You're magic.
3: (laughs) Oh, you're really drunk. So that's what I do to my friends when I'm really drunk on the night. I'll yeah. just continue to talk the same shit. <laughs> that's it. Um, that's it. But I think, um,
0: <laughs> yeah, and and the celibate thing, that was just literally because when you go sober, wow, you're so much aware of like red flags and just people. Like, mm-hmm. I was just like so unimpressed by people I was going on dates with. I was like, no, I just don't. I'm I'm not feeling it at all. And for me, I am a bit of an emotional person. Like, obviously I write songs, I write about my feelings for days <laughs> on end. Um, I need to feel like a bit of a connection with someone before that. And I just not found it. So yeah, I've done, I've done a long stint of that as well. And I think that's powerful. I, I posted that on Instagram and so many um, boys and girls, boys and girls, men and women um, mm-hmm. were messaging me just saying, you know, I think people are a bit like, not forced into it but if you if you're not having sex like every week and and getting it on with someone then you must be weird and it's this whole generational thing and I thought you know what I'm, I'm not tapping into that like I'm just I'm just waiting now for the right one like so yeah celibate and sober the new me <laughs> Can't
3: believe it celibate and sober that could be a an interesting <laughs> album title for somebody there you go <laughs> just been productive there you go Right, next it's landed on Twitter. The comment was in reply to a photo of you. You're looking great. You're just chilling on your Porsche outside a wedding. And it said, you couldn't even be bothered to stick on some heels and a dress. Says it all about this generation who think they can wear what they like. I wouldn't be seen dead at a wedding without a dress, heels and a full face. I mean, honestly, why do people feel the need to make these unnecessary comments? And how do you deal with this stuff on social media?
0: That was, that was a top tier comment that from someone really unhappy. Honestly. I think the way I dealt with that, she said, yeah, she said, it says so much about your generation, how you can wear what you want. And I think my reply was, yeah, you should be living in Henry the VIII's generation. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah it's just it's so silly right I don't feel comfortable in a dress or heels and also I I was like a pretty important guest at that wedding because that was my first ever flatmate who so I lived in London with Emma who was a primary school teacher and I set oh. it up with her now husband Phil <gasps> Cork no who's a producer yeah we wrote um the Saturdays song, uh, Walking Through the Desert. That was one of our first ever cuts together. I used to sleep on his couch when I had no oh. money. I was skinned and I set them up and eight years later, they got married. So to be fair, amazing. I think I could have turned up naked if I really wanted to.
3: <laughs> and they'd been like, come in, you're amazing. You made this happen. Yeah. But honestly, like the the, the world of social media is, and a lot of the time it's fun, isn't it? It's like yeah you can chat to people have a bit of a laugh but then there are just parts of it where you're just like oh I'm so close to leaving Twitter or I'm close to leaving Instagram so yeah how do you like deal with that do you have to like take phone breaks and stuff
0: no, I don't. It doesn't, honestly, Abby, it doesn't really get to me that much. If I was getting like inundated with hate, like I can imagine, you know, people, no wonder people go off the rails. It's not nice. You get one bad mm. comment and it's still, it still it. I'm not going to lie. Like you you want people to say nice things about you. Don't, you don't want people like being mean, like that's just human nature, but it doesn't bother me. Like it doesn't ruin me day. I probably think about it for 30, 40 seconds and then I mm. look at my life and I and now i can just look at me little puffy but um, but yeah it doesn't it really doesn't bother me i don't know you you don't know me we're probably never gonna meet each other and you just live your life and i'll live mine and everyone's happy just leave leave it like that um yeah yeah
3: yeah. can't waste time yeah i get that yeah and we're gonna finish off with one more spin It's landed on Twitter again. One user has tweeted, why has no one told me about Chelsea Grimes, who's written pop songs for Kylie Minogue and Dua Lipa whilst playing professional football and presenting Match of the Day X and Eurovision and being openly bi. That's amazing, isn't it? I guess people are seeing like the representation that they want to see. Like that must make you feel pretty proud.
0: Yeah. Like that's one of the good ones. But again, I try not to get caught up on the good ones or the bad ones. Cause if you pay too much attention <laughs> to the good, then you're going to pay more attention when one of them bad ones hit you as well. So I think one of the best things I've learned to do is just be happy in myself. Like if I know yeah. I'm a decent person, I'm not harming anyone. I'm living my absolute dream. Like I'm, I wake up every day and I just, I thank me lucky stars that it all worked out even more so than I ever imagined it to. And it is nice and I might give it a like and say thank you, but again, it doesn't go to my head, nor mm-hmm. does the negative one. You've just got to stay, stay above it and just know that, yeah, it's nice, but you know, it, it also could change in an instant and they could be sending you hate the next day.
3: <laughs> now she's a scouser, you've got to be grounded because otherwise you'll you'll soon find out if you're not right and you're getting big nah, beats. You'll get kicked out the city. <laughs> obviously you're someone that's like accomplished so much already what are your like future plans and dreams
0: future plans are to to be honest ab just just to stay happy and 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 hopefully you know go into other things that i never saw coming i i don't know i never saw myself being in tv i never saw myself Mm -hmm. having a podcast never saw myself playing in soccer so i think just Open to more unexpected things, hopefully, all good. Um, and just cracking on and, and hopefully representing, yeah, some people out there who maybe think that they're a bit different or a bit weird and they don't fit the norm. That you know, there's space for everyone, and um, yeah, that's it. Just stay happy. I
3: love that. And that is it, Chelsea Grimes. Well done on completing celebrity search engine. Thank you so yes. much. Thanks so much, Abby. I can't wait to see it in person again, though. I know it's been too long so how did you find that not not too difficult right there's some a few a few dodgy questions but most yeah <laughs> the the X the X and the money I think if you
0: want to put a little lie detected on me there it might have been buzzing the heart off, rate but went up quite a lot yeah. then yeah yeah
3: <laughs> that was great thank you Chelsea no worries out. Thanks for listening to Celebrity Search Engine. Please hit that subscribe or follow button to make sure you don't ever miss an episode. We have got some amazing guests coming up and we wouldn't want you missing out now, would we? If you're on Apple Podcasts, then please do drop us a review and a rating five stars would be lovely and let us know in the review or over on social media who you'd like to see on here next we are at celeb search engine over on instagram until next time everybody thanks for using the celebrity search engine